Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Idly hey! Welcome to another episode of The Brett Allen Show. Prepare to be astonished! A pop culture podcast. Join Brett Weekly as he interviews your favorite celebrities from film, <gasps> oh, television, back in business, baby. comedy, and much more. Inconceivable! Plus, you never know who will stop by. Dude, we are so going to party! Now, here is your host, Brett Allen. Happy Thursday, everybody, and welcome into another episode of the Brett Allen Show, a pop culture podcast where we interview your favorite actors from film and television, comedy, music, and more. Wherever pop culture hangs out, you will find us there hanging out with pop culture. And today we have a fantastic guest. I have been looking forward to this interview for a long time. We are chatting with the delightful Tammy Gillis. Most of you probably recognize her or know the name from Siren as Deputy Staub, but she has another amazing project coming out here in just a few days. We're going to be talking about Riverfront Romance. Tammy, welcome into the show. It's great to have you here today. Thank you so much for having me, and what a wonderful introduction. (laughs) Yes, well, very worthy of such, I will say. And I like the background behind you, by the way. I always love it when actors and talent celebrities show up and they have a really cool background. It's very uh, enamoring. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. It's hiding everything else in my office. So, right, I know. Well, you can see all of my junk. So, um, there you go. Let's talk about this project. You play Kara Durant, and this is a fun and fantastic movie, from what I can tell. I haven't had a chance to see it, but you co-star with Morgan David Jones, who has been on the show before. So, we kind of try and get him back on again to talk about this. But let's talk about this new project and what it's about and what people can expect when they have the opportunity to watch it. Well, the movie is about Kara. She's finally gotten a book deal and gotten a big advance so she can finally buy the home of her dreams that she's wanted since she was a kid. So she's been saving her money since she was a kid. So she finally buys this house and she moves her mom well that's kind of a spoiler alert hold on let's not go there uh she finally gets the house she's settling down to start writing her novel seeing the beautiful view of the river which she's always imagined herself being in this place and a construction crew arrives and it turns out they're going to be building a dam right there and she meets this handsome contractor Riley and um, you've got to tune in I guess to figure out what's going to happen will the dam be built what will happen between her and Riley will sparks fly (laughs) (laughs) I love it we are all waiting with abated breath to see what happens and uh, strike the record on what you may or may not have heard we don't know anything yet (laughs) earmuffs (laughs) earmuffs um, that's okay. I mean, who knows? I mean, the, with a trailer that could show up, I don't know. I mean, really it's not enough. Yeah, no, not really. It's not like, you know, you both turn out to be aliens or something crazy. So exactly. unless we don't know, but I tell you, this is a lot of fun. I want to ask, and I always think about this when I talk to actors about their projects, but I never think about asking it. So I wanted to ask you, 
when you have completed something and it's all done and it's ready to come out like within just a few days, what kind of space are you in mentally while you're promoting this? Are you excited? Are you nervous? Like what goes through your mind if you wouldn't mind sharing, so to speak, about kind of what the process is like for you while you're waiting for this piece of art to come out that you have spent a lot of time and a lot of hours in blood, sweat, and tears in creating for people? Well, first of all, we're like, yay, it's finally here. <laughs> We've been waiting. We actually shot this a year ago. So it's okay. been, you know, quite a bit of time. And always, I, at least I feel, most the majority of actors are always super, super excited to see it. But on the flip side, you're also really, really nervous about it. Because if you haven't seen it, you're like, I hope it's good. I hope it's funny. I hope I don't suck. You know, so there's, <laughs> okay. there's always that. Um, but then again, like also, you do trust all the people that you work with. And like, I really love doing a rom-com. They're one of my favorite things to do. Um, because I really like to kind of be a little big and over the top and like take some risks and have some fun. But that being said to the director, I said, listen, you need to rein me in if I'm over the top because I can't tell. <laughs> so I'm just like, I, and so you build that trust, right? Um, I have seen like parts of it, um, but I haven't seen it all yet. I know Morgan has actually seen it all and he's really, really pumped about it. Uh, and I'm sure he'd love to come on the show. You should definitely ask him. And uh, so I'm trusting him too, and the director and the producers. Um, but I'm hoping that I'm going to be able to watch it before the premiere. But that being said, we are, both Morgan and I are, and some of the other cast are going to live tweet with the premiere. So you can tweet along with us. And um, we're going to be sharing behind the scenes photos and stories and stuff like that as well. That's always so much fun when the cast is able to do that and give the viewers a chance to interact with you and kind of be a part of your world a little bit. And I say this like repetitively, but what you do and so many others do is just so different than what most people are used to. For me, it's different because I talk to folks all day long, all week long about their projects. So I get an idea, but to be able to be a part of your world, so to speak, and sort of connect with you on a different level it's a lot of fun especially when you're live tweeting along you know with the premiere and things like that that's great i love your honesty so you shot it a year ago was this before the madness happened during the madness or kind of you know the pandemic or was it sort of a hybrid of both when you actually put the project together it was kind of right in the middle and like to okay. be honest i was a little bit nervous because i was in Vancouver and we shot it in Ontario. So I okay. had to, first of all, fly across the country. And then I had to get a COVID test the day before we start shooting. And I'm just like hoping that I'm fine because otherwise oh, we can't no. shoot this movie. Um, luckily it all turned out, I was all good, but it was just like on the plane, like I had a double mask like I had a, a mask and then I had like a full face shield I was sweating so much under there I had a oh, hoodie no. so I had like the hoodie tied and I was like nothing's getting in here we're shooting this movie I'm so excited um and then like everybody was like really great with these safety protocols on set and we were kind of almost like sequestered in this hotel like a lot of the cast and crew 
And I especially lived in a hotel kind of in the middle of nowhere with nothing near um, for the entire duration of the filming, except for the last couple of days where we shot in Hamilton. Um, so we were really fortunate. We didn't have any issues at all. Uh, the production company took really, really good care of us. Um, and then like the unusual thing about it all was just because when you work on a project and especially for an extended period of time, day after day, you really become like a family and sure. you get to know each other very quickly. And it was so strange to not be able to like hug people <laughs> at the end of the shoot. And I'm like, it's it's unusual to do that and also i'm used to i really like all aspects of when we're making a movie so i always like to ask like a lot of questions about like the camera or the lens or why are we doing this and what does this mean and you aren't afforded as much of that because they have different groups of people that you know the actors will leave and then the other group will come in and do their job and then once they're done then people can come back. So it was uh, a little unusual to have to, you know, go through all of that. Um, but we made it work and we had a really fun time and we became like a little family anyway. That's great. I love it, especially in a business that's predicated on a lot of people being in a very small space a lot of the time to not be able to do that. And I think that's great that you were able to sort of make the best of it and get things done. Um, I think a lot of projects that shot in Canada, I've, I've had several people on recently with many shows and they're all filming in Canada, which has kind of become the new Los Angeles. It almost seems like where people love to come and shoot and, and things were a little bit tight, but that's great. You got it done and uh, it's exciting for people to see it. I can't wait for the opportunity to, to check it out and, and be a part of this. Hopefully join the live tweets uh, with you guys and sort of hang out and enjoy the experience. You, you've had a very long career. You've been a part of a lot of different projects. Uh, of course, we mentioned Siren and the detectives. I mean, there's a lot of different things that you've done, but looking back, Tammy, on your career and, and all the things that you've been a part of, what moment clicked for you or where was that moment in your path where you realized you know, this is my journey and I'm going to be doing this for a very, very long time. Like, was there a key moment or a key project that you can remember where things just clicked for you, the light came on and, and you knew this was it? Well, it's funny because there are definitely moments where you think, I'm on the way, I'm going to be working nonstop, and then you stop <laughs> working. <laughs> yeah, of So, like, the biggest thing I've found about our industry is that it really is does ebb and flow um and it's you managing the really busy times as well as the not so busy times so like i know that just i continue to work hard and i'm just trusting that there's going to be a space for me somewhere um, it's funny because like, I've had people ask me like, well, what, what about when you retire? And I'm like, why would I retire? I love doing what I yeah. do. <laughs> I might be a little why? more particular about what jobs I might take, but I love it. It's like working on a set to me is not work. It's like, that's the fun. So, um, yeah. I, I don't know. I like, it's interesting because looking back, 
And it's funny because I've had periods of time where, you know, I've had like a side job in a restaurant. I've worked in restaurants since I was like 13 years old. So I've been working in them forever. And it's for an actor that's easy, flexible, great money. Um, but I know a couple of times when I'd been working so consistently that the restaurant work was starting to interfere with the acting work. And I remember this one time I quit and <laughs> running around the restaurant. And I was like, I'm free. And then, like, a half, two years later, I'm back working at the restaurant. <laughs> like, oh, Tammy's back again. Hi, Tammy. How have you been? <laughs> That's funny. Oh. I've heard that story all too many times where people have quit jobs and they're like, sweet. They book a great role on a show or a film. They're working for a few months and then, but there's no shame in that because. You are a working actor like that's what you are. And even though you've been very blessed to be a part of some phenomenal projects for a very long time, like there's there is never a moment where you can rest on your laurels per se. I don't know, maybe if you're like a Tom Cruise or or somebody like that. <laughs> but but, even, but people, that's not the, even the norm. But even caliber, then you never know. Yeah, they, they don't want to rest. They want no. to continue to do these things, you know. Um, and it's interesting because in the last couple of years, especially, I've really, and actors are terrible with money. The majority of actors are terrible with money. And like, we're not really taught how to handle our money or invest or anything like that. And in the last couple of years, I have really made a concerted effort in to when, like, cause when you do work, you get like a big chunk of money and oh, yeah. a lot, a lot of actors just sit on it. And just are like, this is to pay my mortgage for the next year or whatever. And I've learned how to invest that in a fairly safe way that that money continues to make money for me so that at the end of the day, I'm not as concerned about that next job. Yeah, no, I get that. I mean, it's great that you're doing all of these things, but like... You know, the landlord still wants their money or the mortgage company. It's very funny. I was talking to uh, um, Hannah Levine the other day from One of my Siren. best friends. And yeah, she talked about you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's funny because we were talking about brand new tray flavor and a bunch of other things that she's done in Canada. And she said the very same thing. You know, she's like, I love working, but like, you know, I have to be careful and because you do get a big chunk of money. Like if you book something and then especially if it's a reoccurring role or if you're on the show and even if you get to a place where you can start like negotiating and things like that, a lot of people have said it like, and especially when a pandemic happens, not to make it negative, but when Hollywood in the industry just literally shuts down for a very unknown amount of time, you have to be prepared. So that's great. And if you have to drive for Uber or Lyft or whatever the new waiting tables is these days, <laughs> you know, uh, then do it because you are obviously doing this for the passion and the ability to create something uh, that will last for eternity. One last question here. When you are not working or acting or performing, what do you find yourself doing to keep yourself in the creative space, like to keep the creative juices flowing? Well, it was interesting over this past year, I did like a variety of things. Um, 
I, first of all, I'm writing a movie. So I joined um, this on like this group of writers online and we would check in every week and bounce ideas off of each other, which I found really inspiring and um, like helped me keep on track because especially with writing, I can pr procrastinate like nobody. <laughs> so having that weekly deadline was so great. And then like for create creatively, um, I just started like going in our house and finding things that we don't use or don't need and like getting rid of them or donating them or selling them online. And then I started flipping furniture and I did like oh, wow. a whole bunch of stuff and like created this little workshop in my office and was painting and it was really, I really fun. It. And then like talking about the financial stuff. I've been learning more and more about the stock market, which is kind of similar to the film industry. You know, it, it can be risky. Um, you do need to learn about it and be persistent. And so I've been doing some day trading. Um, which wow. Is, okay. Which is like I'm all of these different things. Um, so it's helped me really to just kind of keep busy because it's, it's still like it is busy, but it's still kind of slow. Like, since this all happened, there are less roles per project per episode. Uh, and there are more actors uh, that they're seeing because self tapes are so much easier. And then oh, yeah. of course there's also all the theater actors that, you know, aren't working on Broadway or at Stratford or whatever. And then like all these stand up comedians. So it's, there's more competition within our industry now so it's a little tougher to get jobs. So in the interim, I'm keeping busy juggling all these things, which has been interesting and fun and fulfilling. That's great. So I have to ask, you mentioned flipping furniture because I talked to another actress a long time ago who was doing similar things and selling things on Facebook Marketplace. Do you go to Facebook and flip the furniture or is there a little bit more sophisticated way? And if so, when you do, do people recognize you from uh, film and television. I mean, it, it has to be a fun encounter if they do. <laughs> I have not had anybody recognize me because I've generally had a mask on. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, it, the easiest thing to do is just to put it on marketplace. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. It's funny. Just, it's crazy. Like people just realize, well, you are a normal person. I understand that. But when people have this outside view. It's different. I love it. And it's interesting, just as a caveat about the self-tapes, it's interesting having been involved in the industry in the past and casting directors used to hate the idea of watching people on video because it just, they felt like they were missing something. And there is something special to being in the room, obviously, but now they can see triple the amount of people that maybe they could see before. So yeah, I could understand the competitiveness of the business, like instead of maybe 10 to 15 people going up for the same role. Now it could be 30 or 40 perhaps because all they have to do is just hit play on their computer and watch your performance. So you really have to probably step your game up even more than you did before, which I imagine, you know, can maybe add a little bit of pressure too, especially now that you're doing all things virtually or by zoom. Maybe that's kind of interesting because I used to book a lot off of self tapes. And it's okay. interesting because for me, like I audition a lot all across Canada and the U.S. Um, and so for me, I kind of feel like I get 
almost the same amount of self-tapes that I did before. Although okay. it is a little bit more because of, we don't have the in-person auditions in Vancouver, but my booking rate has not gone up. <laughs> it, has come, it has come down a little bit. Okay. Um, well, that's un- well, yeah. But hey, you're doing a great is- job. I- yeah, but I get it. It's definitely it's, more competitive, for sure. <laughs> I love your honesty. That is great. Like, it's super refreshing because you're like, you know, keeping it real, which is what we like. So that is, that's great. Amazing work. If you have not seen Siren, folks, be sure to check it out. It's available streaming on Freeform, I believe. Riverfront and Romance And Disney Plus. Yeah, that just moved there, interestingly, recently. And Riverfront Romance, when it does release, when and where can people see it? It's premiering on Saturday, October 2nd on Super Channel Heart and Home. And it's going to be airing for almost the entire month of October on that channel. I think it's also available on demand. I actually saw Super Channel posted something about like all the places you can watch it. And then we're hoping, of course, for an American release as well or and around the world. <laughs> yes, as many people as we can get to watch it. And thank you, listeners, for joining and being a part of today's episode, for pressing play wherever in the world you are. And be sure to share this episode with a friend. It's absolutely free. Subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Again, that's free as well. Not much free in the world these days. And you could probably do it from the device that you are holding in your very hand. It really helps because it allows us to continue to talk to more amazing people like Tammy. Tammy Gillis, thanks for hanging out with us today. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. That brings today's show to a close. Goodly do. Thanks for stopping by. If you enjoyed the episode, feel free to share it with a friend and subscribe. It's absolutely free. The views and opinions of the guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. Autobots, roll out. Go home.